Three, two, one. Awkward rambles. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Awkward Rambles, a podcast where we keep rambling until it gets awkward, or in this case, um, yeah, it sucks. Um, not our podcast. He's not talking about our podcast. He's just, uh, yeah, guys. Moses is going for a tough time, but we are here for you, Moses. I am here for you. I don't know what to do as a a, a friend, but I am all ears. I guess. <laughs> Send me ice cream coupons. <laughs> that is don't actually do that. possible. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Last thing I need is empty calories to make myself fat again or fatter again. I mean, the sugar really doesn't help. I mean, it mm, feels good at the time. It's been mm. a while since I've had ice. No, I lied. Sorry. I was just like, it's been a while since I had ice cream. And then I realized. At the weekend, I finally tried the McDonald's churros with Sunday. Ah, mm. <sighs> so good. I just had a massive brownie Sunday, like before we got on. So, yeah, I don't need any more ice. Cream. Wait, was it was it the brownies that you made that you said you were gonna make, or is it just no. a brownie Sunday? No, I made them. Then I <gasps> slathered them with vanilla ice cream, and it was glorious. That sounds so good. How how did you make it? Was it just... Just a mix. Ghirardelli, Uh, dark chocolate. I think I told you this before. My mom makes it with uh, mayonnaise. And yes, it sounds really gross. And even when she told me the recipe the first time, I was like, that's really... But then now that I think about it, it kind of makes sense. Mayonnaise has eggs and milk in it, which we put in a brownie, I guess. Do we? I mean, you, I we do put eggs it. in you put eggs in brownies. So, I mean, it's not crazy mayonnaise, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's like kind of how like you put certain things in that you that feels like a bad idea, but it's it actually enhances the flavor. Like putting mm. coffee in brownie mix, like it's not really to give it a coffee flavor, but the coffee enhances the brownie flavor and stuff like that. I mean, people make brownies with applesauce. And stuff like that. Apple so I guess man, mm, they sometimes used applesauce to replace, I think like the eggs, something like that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me now that, well, one, because before, after my judgment, and then I tried it, it was the most delicious brownies ever. Hmm. Now I realize, you know, actually some of this stuff kind of works because, you know, there's like one minute uh, microwavable, I don't know, cake things they sometimes have the most really random combinations of things and you're like oh okay this is really weird and then you put it in you microwave it and you actually get a really kind of delicious you know simple cake thing so yeah. hmm. but I, I wonder i do wonder like how an apple sauce brownie would taste like from what i've from what i've heard it's pretty much the same thing mm. and i would imagine coffee coffee and brownies would would it not have any coffee flavor at all? Mm, maybe it depends on how much coffee you put in it. Mm. But yeah, apparently the, just the coffee enhances the taste of the chocolate. Mm. Mm. Baking, no. it's a science. 
now now I want brownies. But how are you doing, Mandy? How's I'm life? I'm pretty good. I'm I uh I've been stressing out about my kids doing well mm. because we have this upcoming week we have talent show. <sighs> you know, training 5-year-old kids to do talent shows is just Anyway, and then the next day we have an assessment test. And for mm. some reason, my kids have been doing well all this time. They suddenly decided that it's time to write all the letters backwards. And I'm like, where did this come from? Why? Why? Why is this happening right before, you know, a test? Right when you need to do well, you guys are all doing dumb shit. Mm. And so already we're I'm like trying to get them to dance to the song YMCA when half of them just I'm like, look at me, look at Mandy teacher, look at me, and whatever I'm doing, just mirror it. And um, some of them do really well. And then the ones that don't do well, they don't look at me. They're just like daydreaming. I'm like, what happened? And then it's also the same kids that keep writing a T backwards. I'm like, when did this happen? If you get the B and a D wrong, I get it. But you were writing the T fine just like Wait, yesterday. How do you write and a now you T started backwards? T yeah, they're writing the T backwards. I don't. How is it? How can you write a T backwards? They don't just do the down and across. They do like the curve. So oh. then they write it like a J, and then they oh. write across. Oh, that's. And I'm like, yeah. And then I really, I really hate the fact when books use like, like you know how the computer like when you type on it, type it on the computer, it does that weird A, not like the normal yeah, yeah, written yeah. A. And so many kids have just grown to learn to do it like that, just because it's on worksheets and in the mm. book and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is so unhelpful. So oh, but we unhelpful. we try to print uh the flashcards and stuff we're using mm. like kindergarten uh, font so it doesn't have yeah. that a yeah. but that's not even sense. the problem the mm. fact is we we have recently started learning like the digraphs like sh th ch ph and they all get it but then for some reason they understand this information and now they started to change their a's and their e's and get it mixed up when we're spelling cvc words and i'm mm. Like completely baffled by what happened. <laughs> like we've we've done we've done it for so long, and you were getting it right, and suddenly your brain decided to malfunction. I I don't understand. So winter today today I tried to go for a worksheet, and I said, hey, okay, like one by one, I was like, bat, b a t bat. And we even had a poster up where it's like to teach them. My colleague found this poster of like how to teach them to remember the B and the D. And it's literally you put your thumbs up. And when you look at it, it kind of looks like a bed. And then you say B, E, D. So your left hand is the B. So you should write it down and this way. And then if you look at the end sound, it's a D. So that it's like a D, which they... One or some of my kids did it and they got it straight away, and then one kid he looked at his hand and was like, and I was like, oh yes, he got the right hand for like B, but then he still proceeded to write a D, and 
I don't know. My head was just like, okay. And then, okay, I was like, fine, you know, you're left-handed. So, you know, there's a lot of difficulties with being left-handed. So I just, you know, just was like, hey, check again. Fine, he got it. And then he wrote the A the wrong way round. And I was like, okay. And then he wrote the T backwards. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you used to be my smartest kid. What is happening to you? Mm. So, yeah, I'm pretty much dreading. Yeah, today was fascinating because I saw my co-teacher just come into the classroom completely happy, you know, happy, cheery, all that good stuff. And obviously I wasn't happy, cheery and all that good stuff. But within the two periods, her mood went from like all the way up here to just like dumpster level. Like she was just (laughs) done with the day and I'm just... It was it was fascinating to just watch it happen like in person because we're like on the last section of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the review portion, and we're doing a review portion, and these kids are just struggling with it, and it's just like so clearly the pri- previous two weeks that we've been doing this lesson, you you kids have retained none of that, just none of it because we're doing um. What was it? Yuna is faster than Shimin or something like that. Yeah. And these kids just like, no. Because they're trying to get them to like, oh, make a sentence. And they're just, it's a small, it's a small group of sixth graders. It's five kids. Mm -hmm. Two of them, one was consistently like the best one, really smart. There's another one. She's, I would say, she's at the proper level of a normal Korean sixth grader. Like mm-hmm. she's understanding the material. One kid, one kid is lacks motivation. It just kind of behind, but just kind of like because he doesn't care. And then there's another kid who tries but just never seems to get it. And then there's one more who just never gets it, like, and just see how see her so frustrated with the fact that these kids weren't getting it after all the time we've just spent doing this, and them even struggling to just read is just like, because like three two of those kids can't can't even really read, and mm-hmm. one kid one kid is just incredibly frustrating because it's like every other kid does the example before it gets to him. Mm-hmm. so he he should have just heard four different examples of what it is and when it gets yeah. him no clue no clue like constantly like he's just looking at it and i'm just like the it's like and he's like the and i'm just like how do you not know the already you're a sixth grader you're a sixth grader how do you not know this but yeah, and he's the type that like he won't read it. He'll he keeps trying to guess what it is instead of mm. just like reading it. And it's just like, how is it bigger? It's an F. It starts with an F. How? Why would it be bigger? And yeah, so she was feeling that frustration today, and like she's a new teacher too. So I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, it gets pretty bad, doesn't it? Just imagine doing this for ten years. <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> at that point, yeah, I was just, I was, I was already mentally checked out at this point. I'm just like, 
Yeah, yeah, this ain't going. This ain't going anywhere. Because we're at the point where their sixth graders can't read it. There's no way in the next month left of school that we're going to be able to get him from where he's at. Because we've been trying like all year. But like no matter how much we try to motivate or or support or review in nothing he doesn't try to let anything click yeah and it's it's the most frustrating it's the most frustrating thing and i'm like good luck to you sir when you get to middle school because ooh, it's gonna be bad for you yeah his future is pretty mm. unless something a miracle happens because mm. the problem with public school kids is that right it's it's like if they're at that stage they have they still haven't learned the basics mm. of phonics and we're just yeah. being able to read they're pretty much like oh wow you're kind of screwed mm-hmm. um uh and the contrast is so different because yeah you know compared to obviously when you go to paying you're like teaching like paying hagwon kids they're getting mm. that english education very young and my five-year-olds, you know, they can read. There, There's obviously some kids who can't mm. and still have problems with blending words. But at least in my head, I'm like, you're just five. You still have mm. time. But then when I think back to public school, there were even middle school kids that couldn't read. And mm. you would think, oh, like, how? <laughs> like, yeah, I've had a lot what of What happened? Mm. They're either, either not interested in English or, you know, they just had teachers that just never helped them you know, or ha- spend the time to help them enough. Because, mm. you know, you can't when you have a group of 30-something kids. It's yeah. really hard to just focus on one kid. Um, but, you know, going back to the public school, the book that you were talking about, I remember, what's the most weird chapters that you used to teach your phrases? Because I remember this, there was one book, don't remember which one, but they had, like, a lot of us used it. And... There was one phrase in there that was just very, very awkward. I mean, there's a ton of them, but that one was mm. really like inappropriate. Something like "touch, touch me, please," mm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think it something like that. Yeah, and it was like another one. Like it was, it was just like a recent one too, where it's like "take off your skirt, please," and I'm just like, oh, hey. <laughs> I don't even remember what the "touch me, please" one was about. Uh, it's probably teaching like to do something and then please like like oh don't push please don't run please take off your da 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 please just it was it was, it was just so, it was, weird. It was so weird and there's another one I was doing I forgot what it was but it had this weird story that had frogs and they were changing colors like the frog was like changing colors and stuff and it was mm-hmm. like I like red, I like green, and then like he mixed the colors and he became black, and he's like, I don't like black, and I was just like, I hate this section every <laughs> time it comes up. This, I know it's not malicious, but God, it sounds racist. Like, uh-huh. come on. And I kind of I... felt a certain way when, when my co-teacher was teaching colors, and she's like, oh, what's that color? And it's like, oh, it, like she pointed out the jacket, and I was like, it's the kids are like, it's green. And she's like, what's that? And they're like, what's Georgie teacher? And they're like, he's black. And I'm just like, I didn't oh, appreciate that at all. No, that like, is. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, technically I'm brown, but still, like, I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because that's what it would, it gives, the, I mean, they should know better. But then, 
I don't okay, but you like know, it's just interest, like the interesting yeah, thing sorry. about it yeah. though was the nuance of it because when it's like she's teaching you colors, so by all instances you should have said I'm brown because you're looking at my color, but the fact that they said black was kind of odd to me, you know? Yeah. Cause like, cause like they understand the concept of black people. Cause I'm thinking yeah. you're just doing colors, but I'm like, huh, weird. Let's move on from this. I don't like where we are right now. But it's <laughs> that's also what's going it's, on in my it's, mind. It's like either it's just there's so many levels of that that just sounds so inappropriate. I'm like, mm. right now my stomach feels a little bit sick from just hearing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it, it, it's like one. If he's black, he'd be the same color as his hair. And his hair is it like, mm. no, he's not. So, and two, mm. you're making it, like you're teaching the kids to think that that's appropriate to go, you know, to point at someone and go, hey, he's black or she's black. And you're like, that, no, you can't, you don't. Uh. I don't feel like it went, it went that deep, but just in that moment i was just like i see i understand what she was doing and i don't mind what she was doing it just feel it just felt weird at that moment but, oh i mean i yeah. get it yeah. this this reminds me of that time in when i was uh back at school and i was doing uh human geography and my okay my geography teacher again was the loveliest person but we were talking about some I can't remember what we were talking about. It was something to do with China and or like Britain taking over all the things and then China and blah. Oh, I think actually it was about the China one child policy thing. Hmm. And obviously there was a whole class, but, you know, back then, you know, in my school, it was maybe like three other Asian people and that three other Asian people was me, my brother and some other dude. So anyway, in that class, we were talking and then she goes, oh, Mandy, what's your opinion on this? And then she, and then I, I think I was like, I don't have one. And then she was like, oh, you know, it must upset you or blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, not really. <laughs> I was like, I don't ex- I don't know what you want me to say. Or like, are you asking me because, because yeah. like she never asked, like, she, like, it's not usually like a teacher asking whose opinion would be like, put your hand out, like who has an yeah. opinion. Yeah. But for some reason, because the topic was about China, she somehow thought it would be appropriate to ask me. And I, I, I was like, um, I, I I don't know what mm. to say to this, but I feel kind of awkward and I yeah. wish we could stop looking at me. Like, because literally the whole <laughs> class looked at me. I was like, oh yeah, because she's Chinese. So she would know about the one child policy. And I'm, mm. I'm like, I'm not, my parents are from Hong Kong, which <laughs> there's a whole political thing about that. And mm. I don't know where I stand. I'm already having an identity crisis as it is because I'm technically British, but I'm also Chinese so you're asking literally the wrong person uh, uh, but yeah so there's a lot of those mo- kind of moments and stuff but back to the whole English thing I just kind of feel like because after that day like we finished our last class and we were just like walking to the lunch area and I was just telling her that this whole no it wasn't no I was after the second class like because it was sixth grade we had sixth grade for two periods and then 
it's the other classes. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her as we were walking down, because because the world has just been fantastic to me for the last two days. The TV in my classroom broke. It broke at some point that mm-hmm. I don't know when. So we had to teach our that class without the TV. And so for the second class, for the second half of our classes, we end up going to the other science room to do it. But as we're leaving, I was just telling her, like, this is why I feel that language courses, one, in my opinion, I don't think English should be mandatory in schools. Mm-hmm. I feel like languages are something you have to have at least, uh, um, like, at least a monochrome of motivation to learn. Mm-hmm. And 90% of these kids don't care about learning English. Mm-hmm. They just have to do it. And in fact, that these classes don't even, because I don't even think kids get even, kids get grades for English class, do they? Because yeah. they don't get in, they don't even, it doesn't even affect their grades, at, yeah. at, at, least at, at least at my school. So it's, there's even less motivation for them to even try to accomplish it. And I don't like how English is taught in relation to grades. Like it's third yeah. grade English, fourth grade English, fifth grade English. I feel you should be broken down into your level of competence. Com- com- competent? Competent? Why can I not say that word today? Competence. competence. But yeah, uh, I, I had a, I used to work at a middle slash high school, private school kind of thing. And I worked in their middle school department and they actually broke their kids into levels like English A, Mm -hmm. English B and English C based off of how good they were. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that makes more sense because then you teach the kids at the same level so you can focus on meeting the needs. You have a better chance of meeting all their needs when they're all around the same level as opposed to them all being in the same grade but yeah. one kid's really good and the other kid had can't even do his abcs and then it's just the the worst kids are just gonna keep falling behind every year and it's not gonna progress yeah. anywhere and that first semester i got to work with the a class and it was great i didn't really have to do much because their teacher really want to take the lead so there's a lot of times i just like did like check their comprehension and stuff like that real simple or they had to read a dialogue. They had to like read the dialogue in the book to me and I had to like correct any of their like, reading errors, which was really funny because it got so boring at times. I actually fell asleep while one kid was reading to me and he had to like wake me up. But Aww. that was, it was still nice to see like an entire class of competent kids. So when I got to do an activity with them, they can all participate and all that kind of stuff. But then the next semester, they put me with the C class and it was the worst semester of English teaching I had had in a very long time up to that point. Cause these are just like the worst of the worst. And you just had some, you had like a majority of the kids in that class just did not care. Hmm. And I'm just like, this is just a waste of resources. Like you can't really teach a language to someone who doesn't want to learn the language. Like it, yeah. it's one thing if it's like English or if it's like math, science, that kind of stuff because it's it's pretty like structured and concrete like these are these are the facts you put them together da, 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 da. Mm. but english languages in general 
There's a lot of nuance to it. There's got to be a desire to want to learn the basics and then expand from the basics and all that kind of stuff. There's just so much frustration in learning a new and learning a new language that you need to want to learn the language to be able to successfully learn it. And that's not what's happening, yeah. which is kind of weird because I've heard that Korea spends the most money in Asia on English, yet Koreans consistently score at the bottom in terms of English comprehension. And it just seems like there's a failure. There's like a failure somewhere in all of this. I think it's mostly to do with the tests because... Mm. Um, when I was still in Gyeongsan, Bukdo, um, I got the chance to, I don't know how this happened, but somehow they were looking for, um, a foreigner to check over examinations, papers. Mm. And so I got to meet a whole group of, uh, different Korean teachers that were just, you know, they just gathered them from different provinces, um, (sighs) Ah, and then we my, got to like my friend got my friend he worked at the foreign language high school he actually got to be a part of the the group that creates the test which is hilarious because mm. they get secluded they get secluded in a hotel where they're like locked down have to give up their phones and everything so information about the test can't be leaked while they're making it it's a whole crazy thing but sorry continue. oh yeah yeah so that that was literally i think that was what i was doing i didn't make Hmm. not necessarily make it but it was more like they had already gone through like phrase one and then i would come in and i would check through the stuff but the whole process was just it opened my eyes to how the examination paper was made and i was really kind of disappointed like i mean i was already disappointed because you know they don't have an like a speaking test they don't have a listening mm. test it literally is reading and they, even that writing isn't writing it's just maybe whatever like unscramble the sentence or the words to make a sentence or you know it's not anything like i think at you know maybe my i'm trying to remember when i was in that age i think i would have at least been like writing small paragraphs you know not an essay necessary but like at least a paragraph of something but they don't do that right but anyway so doing this editing the exam paper it was like okay question one small comprehension fill in there's like a missing word and then obviously multiple choice classic korean style multiple choice and then you i would read through the words and it's freaking hard vocabulary like i'm like why how does Mm -hmm. a middle school grade three like how are they physically able to understand what this word is like even i as a native i'm like i don't Mm. like you would never use this word um Mm. so then they would tell me and say oh yeah we purposely like choose specific words so that the kids can then even if they don't know english or what the word means they can guess and I'm like, then that's not a, this is not testing knowledge. This is just hmm. testing, like test taking skills. I feel like it anyway, is testing knowledge. It's not testing comprehension. Anyway, well, anyway, then, then there's like other bits, like what's the follow up, like sentence hmm. after this. And then like, technically all the sentences kind of make sense. But then 
so I would say, oh, they, these two are kind of similar. Then like, okay, then how about we make this sentence a little bit longer? So then by adding like a few wor- more words, so then the kids can like kind of be like, okay, this one's too... And I was like, is this the logic behind these like answers? Yeah. It's like, it makes... I'm like, it's not like it doesn't require any like skill because technically it still makes... Like in my head, it still makes sense. It's just, you just decided to make it longer. So that other question was like more obvious. It's like, what? It's not, they're not testing English comprehension. They're just testing how much information that the kids manage to memorize in terms of like English. Because I think there's like, there's now starting to be like, I think I just read like uh, a news article about how they want to change like the the synonym because it's Mm -hmm. like native English speakers wouldn't be able to pass the English portion of the synonym. And it's like, it, that should not be, this yeah. isn't testing a kid's ability to speak or understand English. You're just trying to see if they memorize a bunch of useless stuff. And that's yeah. why there are kids who end up in college and they can't speak a lick of English, even though they were learning it from literally third grade elementary to the end of high school. Yeah. They had English classes. Yeah. And they cannot speak a lick of the language. That's why that's why the system it hurts me because I I can't remember what I mentioned but like I had like you like you said I had an A class and a B class um and then in my B class there was actually a, like a few kids that were really good at speaking like at least they had you know for one thing you need the confidence to speak you know being mm. willing to speak is yeah. a skill in itself because for me I knew I lacked I lacked speaking skills that confidence Same. so I've always been better at reading listening and writing because that's the other areas that I can communicate how I feel and so in my class in my B class there was this kid who was just like a few of them who was just really like confident like they didn't care if they made a mistake they were just like hi, Maddie teacher, what's up? And I'd be like, hey, hey, how are you? And then they would like, oh, good, cool, cool, so-so. And, um, you know, even if it was like not correct, it was they mm. were still expressing themselves. And then I remember right after, the, I think they had like a prep test or something. And I already got the scores back. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay. Some of these kids did really bad. And then you know, the ones that went to Hagwans or like were originally good anyway had got high scores. Um, so I said to my, I bumped into the kid and I was like, hey, you know, you did really well on a test. And he he literally said, Mandy, teacher, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I it was really bad. I was like, no, like you're like one of the best speakers in the class. And it just broke my heart because that score meant more to him than what I was telling him. And I knew, I know because, hmm. you know, that school's going to stick with him for the rest of his life. Like my yeah. words is not going to make any difference to how society like treats him. But then the ironic thing was the kid with the highest score from my A class every day for that whole year, every time I bumped into him and I said, hey, good morning, how are you? He would have to take a long pause to process the words that I just said, which I pretty much say like literally every time I see him because I say mm-hmm. it to everybody. And he goes, um, uh, I'm fine, thank you. And you? <laughs> every day. And I'm like, and you got 
98%. Yet this yeah. is all you can give me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like it frustrated me because I was like, the system doesn't reward the people that are actually good at what they're, you know, the, the basics of using a language. And yet, you know, the kid who got the high school is probably, you know, got into, I don't know, it's been a while. So he's probably started university and in the future probably get hired by like a good company. But these companies might think, oh, he did really well on his English thing, but yeah. he can't speak. Yeah. Yeah, it's a um, job that requires speaking. <laughs> it's just like... You get that uh, 900 on the toy, that's all that matters. Doesn't matter what level, how good your actual English is. Like, yeah, we need you to have a near-perfect score on the English evaluation exam, but we're not actually going to interview you or question you in English or test your English ability because we saw your paper score. And that pretty much tells us everything we need to know on your abilities to do the job properly. Uh, it's, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. It's and, really you know, the Korean the Korean exams are exactly the same. Because yep. I remember one of my tips, one of the tips my teacher gave me, because she always said to me, you know, hey, if you're aiming to score, you know, you just want a level four or five for the topic. As long as you get majority of the questions up to the essay part correct, you pretty much, you you probably get it. And again, I was just like, that's so, like, for me, it's strange because my mindset is like, try and do your best till the very end. But for her, it's like, make sure you get up to this question and make sure it's all correct. And then the rest of it, you know, if you have time, do it. And I'm like, wow, that's a very weird concept. And then the second tip... That's a standard test-taking practice, though. Maybe. uh, Maybe. But then we didn't really have that many multiple choice back in my school. It was mostly just writing Uh, out opinions, mm, which I I sucked at. I feel like multiple choice has always been the standard in American schools as well. Just Uh, multiple choice. Yeah. Well, anyway, the second... The second tip she gave me was like, oh, you know, if you're running out of time and you still have questions, just count how many like are in each column and then just fill out the rest. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like what? So it's like, you know, because you're most likely to get the the beginning like few questions right. So you might as well just you can just like even it out at the bottom. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> It's, I think maybe it's a very new concept for me because I don't think we had that many. But I guess I do. I probably would have done better if it was mostly multiple choice because I sucked at writing. Mm. Like bullshitting through an exam was just the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Because I still have the bad habit of writing how I speak. And I'm mm. like, it's it's not the same. Like your right, your tone in writing should not be the same as your tone in speaking, but that's just usually how it comes out. And yeah, that's why I always it's always tough when someone asks me, "Can you like check my 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 paper for me?" or that kind of thing. And I'm just like, ah, I'm not very good with colons, semicolons when they use the commas, and is this yeah. a run on sentence? All that kind of stuff. Like I'll do my best, but like honestly, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Yeah, I suck at that too. Generally, the when I've corrected friends' things, it was more like how to make their sentences not so repetitive or to mm, sound natural. you know like shorten some things that they keep saying or like to lengthen things or just 
combining two short sentences together. But honestly, my my level is also not that good, especially since I've become a you know a kindergarten teacher. My skills is very lacking, and my vocab uh, completely gone out the window. Uh, yeah, and I realize I probably don't really know punctuation that well either, because recently when I'm like typing stuff, I think the school computer upgraded. And they keep suggesting all these like punctuation like things, and I'm like, oh, I I need to put a comma there too. I'm like, why? I never needed it before. Don't forget that Oxford comma. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. So you know, I don't think I'm qualified to be editing anyone else's work, mm-hmm. to be honest. But whatever's the um, number of thanks. research papers I've had to like edit. <laughs> You know, oh, you just have to man. be grateful that Google Google explains a lot of grammar points that I suddenly need to learn about. Yeah, that's probably the most frustrating part about doing these papers. It's just like it's like a single sheet, and I'm spending like the next hour and a half trying to trying to look up all these grammar points. Is this how it's supposed to be? Or is this how mm. it's supposed to be? Kind of thing. I wish I could just look over a paper in like 20 minutes. Oh, here it is. It's done. Perfect. But saying because because when people ask me, they were like, oh, it's just it's very short. It's okay. But I know my personality. I am going to be very like thorough. And then I end up like doubting myself. And then I have to go. And then it's it's taken me like three hours. And I'm like, this is not even my paper. Like, I didn't even spend this much energy on my own. paper. Mm. (laughs) Why am I doing this? But hey. um, And sometimes like the big struggle is you can't understand. You can't really you're trying to decipher what they were trying to say in what they're writing. And you're just like, I cannot make heads or tails of what, are you talking about something? Are you talking about like something? Is that a, is that just a regular sentence or is that like a title for something? Is that a pronoun? Is that a, mm-hmm. is that a proper noun? I don't know what this is. Yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to fix it without losing whatever meaning that they're, they try to keep in it, but I didn't really yeah, understand the, the meaning. Part. Yeah. Mm. Usually I have to have the friend on standby, but like, hey, are you free? Because I will probably message you as we go along because there is bound to be something where I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Or you try to use this really elaborate word, which doesn't make any sense at all. Hmm. Um, you know, in an attempt to be fancy, which is fine, but it's sometimes just, it's too much you know mm. writing in uh using elaborate words is not going to help you it just makes you sound really weird mm. and unnatural um but yeah i guess that's part of being a foreigner as well because we end up being proofreaders <laughs> mm. but anyway i think all you know to wrap up i think korea has a lot to do with the english language education system but I'm sure a lot of people know about it. It's just a matter of actually fixing it, you know, mm-hmm. like everything else. Um, but anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this very random episode. I, I'm not sure even how this came about. Like, this, I don't even know what this topic is about, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And stay tuned for more. Uh, join us on Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you very soon. Goodbye. Peace.